Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And I want to welcome you to today's edition of Calvary Live. I'm so blessed to be with you on this afternoon. Uh, We are here to minister to you, to answer your questions, and to pray for you as you give your prayer requests. My name is Jeff Figgs. I pastor Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado. And so welcome to today's program. Calvary Live is really your program, your show, where you have opportunity. As you just heard, the number, the call-in number is 303-690-3000. Call. Grab one of those open lines right now. As soon as the phone calls come in, we'll go to the phone lines. And let's talk about Jesus. Let's answer your questions as we go to the Word of God. Let's go to the throne of God as you have prayer requests. And let's just be encouraged and blessed in every way. How we need that more than ever today, because there's a lot of noise around us. And as we watch the news and as we uh, look at the things going around in our nation, in our state, in our community, it can be quite overwhelming. And we're so grateful that we can come and we can talk about the Lord. We can come to him and be refreshed and renewed in every way. It reminds me of what Jesus said on that hillside in Galilee. He said, come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so we want to go to the Lord. You know, he wants us not only to trust in him, he wants us to rest in him. And we can be in that place where, Lord, I trust you, but we're not really resting in him. And he desires for us to be yoked with him, to take um, his burden upon us. The burden of the world is very heavy. The burden of other people can be very heavy. But Lord says that my burden is light. And as we are just coming to him and learning of him, we will find rest in our hearts as we just rest in his love for us and his promises for us. And so give me a call, 303-690-3000 on this Monday afternoon. Those of you listening on Grace FM, you're listening live on this smoky afternoon. We are going to pray for our state here in just a minute as the wildfires continue to intensify. And over the last several days, of course, the smoke has been heavy along our listening area, along the Front Range, uh, from Denver up north into Wyoming, particularly Chambers Lake fire continues to grow. Uh, We know that the Grizzly Creek fire continues to grow as well. All the fires uh, are still burning in this dry heat that we have and is very hazy, very smoky. Uh, We even hear you've experienced it perhaps in in whatever uh, part of the listening area along the front range that you are tuned in to Grace FM, that even a little bit of ash and, and dust on our cars. And so... Uh, give me a call. We want to encourage you, and and maybe you're feeling dry and barren and hot, and 
and the Lord has the fire going on in your life just to do a purging work. But we want to encourage you uh, in every way. So we're going to pray for our state. Also, we want to pray for our kids. Some of you have kids that have gone back to school. And uh, I know it's been a hard summer, and it's been difficult in in school districts and administrators trying to figure out how to keep the kids safe. And we want to pray for you, and you're making decisions for your children's educations. We're all trying to move forward in these uncertain times, but we do know one thing is certain, that is the Lord. 303-690-3000. Give me a call. Love to hear from you. Love to hear how you're doing. Answer your questions. Uh, encourage you in any way that we can. Uh, let's go to the Word of God, and let's go to the Lord in those times that, uh, and people that, uh, in situations that you need prayer. So I'd love to do that. There is another means, as most of you know, to be able to ask a question or to be able to ask for prayer, and that's through a dedicated text line, and that number is 720-336-0897. I'll repeat that again, 720-336-0897. And as you begin to uh, text in uh, questions and prayer requests, as time permits, we will take a look at those. I want to remind you once again that that dedicated text line is for texting only. First of all, be careful when you're texting. Uh, be in a safe place. Second of all, that that text line is open 24-7, and you can text in a prayer request uh, anytime, uh, seven uh, days a week, 24 hours a day. And there is the pastoral staff at Calvary Church that will be looking at those prayer requests, and then they will be responding to you. So uh, I think that's pretty neat and a great opportunity for you to be blessed and encouraged and know that there's going to be people praying for you. But during this hour at Calvary Live, I want to let you know that we are going to be uh, taking those prayer requests and those questions that you have. We have listeners that are tuned in to, to perhaps Hope FM and Truth FM on the East Coast. We welcome you. And as you're listening on your radio program or your radio station, you are a week delayed. But many of you are listening perhaps uh, there in uh, online as you're listening to your smartphones, the Grace FM app or your tablets or maybe on the Grace FM website. Uh, we have people from different parts of the country, from Arizona and down south in Texas and the Midwest and, of course, uh, out east and uh, up in the northwest. We welcome you. We welcome you to call us at 303-690-3000. And then we even have international listeners. We have those uh, in Peru that are listening. And welcome. I just, this morning, uh, did my first class, Calvary Bible Institute, two-hour class, online class, to the uh, students there in uh, Trujillo, uh, Peru. It was so wonderful. And uh, to be able to uh, begin the Book of Daniel, looking forward to that as I have opportunity and the privilege to teach those students uh, in Peru. But we also got those listening from uh, Afghanistan, and New Zealand, South Africa, Ukraine. Isn't that cool? That's so cool, that technology can connect us together so I can teach an online class to uh, those in South America or those who are listening uh, right now. Uh, we welcome you. God bless you. And uh, we are so glad that we can be a part of your lives today. So as I said, I wanted to pray. We got open lines, 303-690-3000. Let's get those phone lines ringing. 
and uh, ask your questions and your prayer requests. Love to hear from you. I know that perhaps some of you are uh, headed home from school. Uh, maybe it's the first day of school and want to hear how that went for you. Uh, maybe you are doing some other activities with your kids, or maybe uh, you're finishing up uh, work, or you have opportunity to call. Give me a call, and uh, let's talk about the Lord. Let's go um, to the Scriptures and, and be encouraged in every way. 303-690-3000. But I do want to pray for our state as there's a lot of fires going on right now for the firefighters on the front lines. I want to pray for those who are gone to school. Uh, we just got a lot to pray about. So, Father, we do ask that you would uh, just be with the firefighters on the front lines of those fires, Grizzly Creek, the um, the Waterton Canyon, uh, the uh, Chambers fire uh, out there on the western slope north of Grand Junction is one of the largest fires in the history of Colorado, continues to burn. Uh, we have another one that has started up in, in another place in Colorado, uh, and um, we just lift all these fires up to you. It is dry. It is hot. The winds are blowing. It's terrible conditions uh, for um, you know, the firefighters. And so we pray for their safety. We pray for wisdom. We pray for their strength as they are battling these fires. And Lord, I pray that life would be preserved. But also, as the fires get closer to populated areas, that uh, there be no, uh, uh, you know, homes that are lost. And we pray for rain. We pray for moisture to come into the mountains, into this area and, Lord, to suppress those fires. And so we just ask that you would um, do that work. Um, We see smoke all around. You can't even see the sky hardly because of the haze, and it's hard for people to breathe. And so we pray for people's health that is affecting them. And we just commit all this to you um, in these days that we're in. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So... Um, just love to um, talk with you. We're going to do some more praying for those who are going back to school. But first, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to Gail in Evans. Hi, Gail. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed beyond measure. Um, I just wanted to give a shout-out for Calvary Chapel in Paris. My husband Uh is an essential worker and I got to go with him on a business trip in Paris, and I made him turn around and get a picture of us in front of the Calvary Chapel, Paris, Texas sign. That is that is so neat. And, you know, that blesses me. It's interesting that you called. So did you get a picture in front of the Eiffel Tower with the cowboy hat there? We did. We did. <laughs> but it was just such a blessing. It just warmed my heart so much. Well, the, the so reason out, and I even texted yeah. a copy of a selfie of me in front of that sign to um, <laughs> a dear friend that I go to church there in Greeley with. Yeah. So well, the reason so that yeah I mentioned that is because I we just had lunch with the family that is going to be moving out there eventually to that area of Paris, Texas. So it blesses me to know that there's a Calvary there. And um, and this family is a very special family, so I appreciate your call on that. And, um, you know, uh, Calvary Chapel is such a blessing to me. 
And I've been a part of Calvary Chapel uh, since the late 70s when there was only a few. And to know that Calvary Chapels are spread out throughout the country, dedicated to teaching the Word of God, uh, what a blessing. What a blessing it is for us to have Grace FM and listen to the anointed teachers from Calvary Chapels all across the nation. Um, We're so blessed. And um, I know God's working in other churches as well and through other pastors, but I I'm very thankful for Calvary Chapel, and I appreciate your call, Gail. It was just such a sweet tie to home. It was just a, yeah. a, such a blessing, and I'm Good. sure that happens with everybody that runs across them that's involved in this family. So yeah, thank absolutely. you, Pastor. Stay safe. All right, Gail. Thank you. God bless you. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Maybe that you were in fellowship with some other believers Fellowship is so important, and it's been challenging lately because of, you know, the different restrictions and and recommendations and things like that, and we need fellowship. God made us to fellowship with Him, and God made us to fellowship with each other, and it is a blessing when there is, um, you know, you go to another church uh, that has believers in a different state, different city, even a different country. There's an instant bond that takes place there because we are truly one, and you can sense it and you can feel it, and it is a beautiful, beautiful thing. We are blessed as God's people, and we are one. And uh, just this morning, I met the students that I was teaching You know, online. I never met them, but I saw their faces, instant bonding there. Even though we speak a different language, it was so cool to see that. So we got a couple open lines, and... Um, so I'd love for you to to continue those calls coming in. This is Pastor Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley with you on Calvary Live. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. And the text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Edwards in Colorado Springs. Hi, Hi Edwards. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I guess I have, a, I have a question and a prayer request, and I'll let the mm-hmm. question sort of segue into that prayer request. Okay. Uh, so the question is, over the last couple of years, I've, uh, I've experienced a lot of struggles in my life, and I see people who, you know, don't follow the Bible. They're very, uh, hold a very um, high disregard, I guess is the politest way I can put it, towards Jesus and the Word of God. And you see them prosper both, you know, financially or whether it's a job or promotions, and stuff like that. You see them, you know, things just seem to work out on the surface for them. So I'm wondering, I guess, you know, where's the, the and you just, you know, talked about it, where's the blessings for the Christian or where, you know, where do we look to kind of get some of that? And I know the Bible doesn't promise, like, you know, prosperity gospel stuff or anything like sure, that. I'm just right. kind of curious of the un- unfairness, I suppose. Yeah, and that's something that you're not alone in that, and Christians can struggle. We look around, we think, how can they be getting away with that? They're doing evil. We live in a culture where we're calling good evil and evil good. They seem to prosper. Nothing seems to happen to them. But that's not new. Matter of fact, um, the Old Testament in Psalm 73, and I would make reference to that, uh, Asaph writes a psalm, and he's struggling with the exact things in very similar things that you are saying. He, he's struggling uh, with the wicked that seem to prosper and then the godly who don't. And I'm going to read some of it to you. 
He says, but as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slept, when I was envious of the boastful, when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. He's looking around, he's saying, the wicked are prospering, for there are no pangs in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride serves as their necklace. Violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with abundance. They have more than heart could wish. They scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak lawfully. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walks through the earth. Therefore, his people return here. And and he goes on to say, how does God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase their in riches. And he, he goes on to say how he struggled with that as you read through it. And he said, Behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children when I thought how to understand this, but it was too painful for me. So here is Asaph saying they they prosper. They seem to get away with everything. They're successful. And it's painful for me to to see that. Until you get to verse 17. In verse 17, all of a sudden the psalm changes, and he says, Until I went to the sanctuary of God, and then I understood therein. And he goes on and he says, That surely you set them in slippery places, you cast them down to destruction. Oh, how they are brought to desolation in a moment. And and he goes on, and basically what he says, you can read that, that they're not getting away. But he says, until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood therein. Listen, those who are ungodly, who are not believers, we can look at them, um, Edward, and we can think, why are they getting away with it? Why does it seem like they prosper? And then we who are trying to follow after you, it seems like we, we go through difficulties and all these things, and it's hard for us to to understand. It's hard for us to see that. But here's the thing. They are not getting away with it. And Edward, understand that no one's getting away with anything. And that's what Asaph came to to be reminded of, that it was painful for me until I went to the sanctuary of God. And that's why, as I was just saying, it's important for us to be in that place where we gather together as God's people and and as we gather to hear his word, as we gather to encourage each other and pray for each other, we begin to get understanding. We need to look at it through the lens of, you know, eternity. We need to look at it through the lens of, of um, our spiritual understanding. And that is that we're the ones that are blessed, not them. And they're not getting away with anything. And it seemed like that they are, but they're not. So that is a psalm that I would encourage you to look at. And even David um, would write about it in Psalm 37. He says, don't fret because of evildoers. No, be envious of the workers of iniquity. Um, The end of their ways, uh, if they don't repent and turn to the Lord, is destruction. But we have the Lord, and we will go through difficulties and trials. We will be persecuted and Jesus said, "Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sakes, for theirs is the, you know, kingdom of God." And He goes on to say that great is our reward, and so we have to look at it through an eternal perspective. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, yeah, Psalm seventy-three is is a good psalm because, man, there are times where I think, Lord, how can they be getting away? And it seems like they do. 
And, you know, in that psalm, he says this, But whom have I in heaven but you, Lord? And there is none upon the earth that I desire beside you. And my flesh and my heart fail, and it does, doesn't it, Edward? But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And I put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your work. So, Father, I do pray for Edward is um, that he is uh, seeing this and uh, how Christians suffer sometimes. The ungodly is successful. But, Lord, we know that um, that you love us and you're, you're working. And, Lord, that we can trust you and rest in your love in every way. And um, I pray that you would help Edward to get his eyes on you and an eternal perspective because we have you, Lord. And, um, Lord, our hearts and our flesh fail. But, Lord, you be his strength. And to know that you are his portion forever. And, Lord, that um, that you would just bring the comfort he needs and the wisdom he needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You're welcome, Edward. God bless you. All right. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you just uh, need encouragement. We have all open lines right now. And I know it's Monday, but I'd love to hear from you, love to pray with you, love to share Scripture with you. That's what this show is all about. Um, There is a prayer request that has come in, again, asking as kids start school to pray for them. And I know that, um, that, you know, it's been hard to move forward, you know, and make decisions in schools and and I just want to remind us, let's just be patient with each other and be in prayer. Uh, and, uh, you know, we've never in our nation, you know, recently in our generation or last few generations gone through something like that. And and this is a, something that's affected the whole world. And I've talked to those in other nations that, you know, the restrictions they've gone through. And, and so we're all, you know, moving forward and and so, Lord, as school has started, I know a lot of school districts have made decisions, hard decisions, and, um, it, you know, it affects the teachers, it affects the parents, it affects our students who have, you know, not been in school since March. And the isolation is felt, the concerns are felt. So, Lord, I just pray for those who are going back to school that you would put a hedge of protection around them. Just be with the teachers as they're designed to teach the kids. I thank you for those particularly that are Christian teachers, that, Lord, that they're light in those places. And, Lord, we just pray that um, you be with the kids, that, um, Lord, as they're trying to move forward in uh, their schoolwork, um, hybrid schedules, different schedule, that, Lord, that you would work. And, and Lord, we just pray that, uh, again, even as pastors, as we're making decisions about moving forward um, as we head into fall, give us wisdom and help us be patient with one another. Help us to to really encourage one another and love one another. And even as your word says, that we're to look out not only for our own interests, but for the interests of others. And we're to esteem others better than ourselves with humility of mind. That's a commandment of the Lord. So, Lord, um, just uh, you're working, and you're going to work through all this. And, Lord, just help us as all of us are moving forward in different areas in different ways. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, we got a couple open lines. 
303-690-3000. Let's go to Greg in Aurora. Hello. Hi, Greg. How are you? You're on Calvary Live. Good. Thank you very much. Appreciate your show and all your sermons. I'll be here on here. And uh, praise, praise God. I have more of a prayer request today. I've got a friend that I've helped. I go fishing periodically up in the mountains, and uh, there's a guy I met. I've kind of fallen into my lap to kind of help him out. He's disabled and uh, not physically as much as kind of got dementia. Mm-hmm. And uh, he keeps getting in fights with uh, fellow tenants. So <laughs> he's being evicted, but they've been nice enough to keep it open uh, in case he gets approved in a a nursing home, which I've I've paved the way for it. But he's like right on the verge of rejecting it. I mean, they're gonna like physically. He's just delusional. He thinks he's gonna go live in the woods. And uh, yeah, it's just like uh, the, it's just right on the doorstep. I mean, if yeah, if he says no, then here they come. So, and I cannot yeah. help him anymore beyond that. I've really kind of <laughs> done everything I can for him, but well, I, yeah, yeah, it is hard, Greg. And it, you know, I listen to this, and you know how you care for him, somebody that you know that you met when you're going fishing, and. And um, I commend you for that. And and there's only so much that we can do at times. And, you know, somebody who has dementia, um, it's hard, it's difficult. And one of the manifestations is they can become very agitated very easily. And so one way that you can help him and we're going to help him is by praying. So, Father, I do pray for this individual. You know who he is, that um, he has opportunity maybe perhaps to get into a home to, to to be cared for, but Lord, um, he's really struggling and and with dementia. Uh, I know there's different forms of it. I remember dealing with my dad with it, and um, and it it causes all kinds of mental issues and agitation. And but we lift him up to you. We just pray that you would work in his life. And Greg is, I, I thank you for his heart for this individual, and. But practically, he um, may may not be able to help anymore. So we commit him to you for you to bring comfort to him, provision, uh, to bring just an opportunity for him to be of sound mind, to be able to get into a home that he needs to and to be cared for. You know the circumstances. We know that you can work. There's nothing too hard, too difficult for you to work. And so we just lift this individual up to you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you very thank much. That, thank you. And thank you for, you know, it, it really uh, blesses me when I hear somebody that, a Christian that goes the extra mile to really care for somebody that you didn't have to and and um, and concern and willing to call to pray for them. It, it blesses me. and. And uh, and that's what my hope and prayer is, is that we would just try to reach other people and help in any way. I think God's going to honor that, Greg, and I think he's going to work in this individual's life. Oh, boy, I tell you, it's uh, it's been a long road. It's 110 miles one way, and he doesn't have a phone or a computer, and I, mm-hmm. you know, just 
done all kinds yeah. of paperwork to help him get his meds and his doctor's appointment. I mean, just everything to stay where he is. And then he gets in a fight, and now I've done yeah. everything to get him in a place. And it's like he's like right on the verge of saying no. He just doesn't realize what's going to be like afterwards. Well, we're going to be praying. Okay, Greg. Yep. Thank you, sir. You bet. Thank you. Appreciate it. 303-690-3000. We're getting ready to go to break. We got open lines, so grab one of those open lines during the break. We got plenty of time to take your calls. You need prayer. Maybe somebody that's on your heart, we want to pray for them. Maybe you got a question um, that has been on your mind that we want to answer, uh, show you the scriptures. We're going to go to break. It is the only break of the show. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Jeff Figs. Be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. This is Pastor Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado with you this afternoon. we got plenty of time for you to call in and ask a question and to give a prayer request. The number, the call-in number is 303-690-3000. I believe we have all open lines right now. So give me a call. And the text line is 720-336-0897. want to remind you that that is open uh, for you to text in a, a prayer request 24-7. And the staff at Calvary Church will take a look at it, the pastoral staff, and they will respond to you and they'll pray for you. So I think that's pretty neat. And they've been doing that throughout the summer and during this time uh, that we've been dealing with COVID. Uh, You know, we were on the phone with Greg, and he was praying for somebody um, in their situation. And uh, we did that uh, and had to do with uh, maybe being evicted uh, from where they're at. And and, uh, just got another prayer uh, request for somebody in the same situation or a similar situation, not the same. Um, if we can pray for him. And it just reminds me, I think a good thing for us to pray for right now is that there's a number of people that are facing eviction uh, because of unemployment benefits running out or whatever the case may be. Lots of folks are struggling to make the rent. So I think that's a good thing to pray for. And it's a concern, and we hear about it. And so, Father, I do pray for those who perhaps have lost their job during this pandemic that have run out of uh, you know, unemployment benefits or having a hard time finding a job, and then uh, also with uh, eviction notices that are beginning to come out. And Lord, I just pray for those who are struggling that you be able to help them find a job, uh, get the resources that they need. Uh, it is a scary, scary thing to lose your apartment, to lose your townhouse, to lose your home uh, because you can't pay for the mortgage, you can't pay for the rent. So there are many that are facing that. And Lord, those who are listening right now that are facing that, I pray for them. And I also want to pray for a guy, Ray, who has been asked uh, to be prayed for that um, 
we pray for his situation. You know who he is that faces eviction. And, and Lord, so we just ask for your provision and work. And Lord, you care about every need that we have. You care about um, you know, providing for us. And you promise in your word that you would supply all our needs in Christ Jesus. So I pray for those who are facing those kinds of situations that you would provide in every way. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. We've got a couple open lines. Let's go to Eva in Philadelphia. Hi. Hi, Eva. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Good. Can we pray for you? Yes. Okay. And pray for, I understand you're going through some cancer chemo uh-huh. treatment? Yeah, I'm doing chemo okay. treatment. How, how are you doing with the treatment? Yeah, the treatment used to be bad, but now it's okay when I'm taking I'm getting this one. Hi, Yeah. Okay. Hey, Eva, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and pray for you, okay? I know you've been going through this since since February, March. And so, Father, I pray for Eva. And I just pray that she's um, has cancer. She's going through chemo treatment. That, Lord, that you administer to her body. And, Lord, she's calling for for help. And, and even as she is there um, uh, in the hospital, she's getting help. Uh, we can hear the personnel in the background that she would know that we are praying for her right now. And Lord, that you would bring healing, that you be with the medical staff that is treating her even right now. And Lord, that uh, you would help her to know that you are God who cares. And Lord, we pray for your touch upon her body, but also upon, Lord, her heart and bringing her comfort and looking to you and, Lord, strengthening her. So we commit this all to you um, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Eva, we're praying for you. You still there? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, we're praying for you. We're going to keep praying for you, okay? Okay. Okay, you keep us updated, all right? Okay, thank you guys very much. I always listen to you. Good. I hope you're blessed listening to us. And stay close to the Lord. He cares for you. He loves you. Amen. Amen, Eva. God bless you. There in Philadelphia. So grateful for you guys on the East Coast, um, you know, that are listening in. Love to talk to you. Glad we're connected to you. We do have all open lines. So give me a call at 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Maybe you need prayer. Maybe you got a question. Love to talk to you on this Monday and we find ourselves in the middle of a month. We find ourselves coming to the close of the summer season. Here in Colorado, it is hot. It is dry. Um, so be in prayer. And it's a time of the year where we're going to start seeing harvest come here in Weld County in northern Colorado. It's an agricultural area. And uh, so we just pray that that goes well. But also we have the fires going on. And we want to pray for some rain in uh, those areas where the fire is and for the firefighters, and it's just a difficult time right now, and very hazy and smoky, and I know it it presents challenges for those who have perhaps um, asthma or breathing problems. Uh, We want to just uh, know that we're praying for you and for our state as well. 
And uh, so give me a call, 303-690-3000. Just a quick announcement. I haven't had a chance to really make one. Uh, we are doing uh, outdoor services uh, for the next two weeks uh, as we finish August, 8.30 and 10.30. And it's, it's worked very well all summer. Uh, it's been warm, uh, but people are coming out and they're enjoying it. We have a time of worship. Uh, we are uh, in a time of uh, teaching. We're going through Matthew's gospel. Now, this week, we're going to see that Jesus calls Levi. I'm so excited about it because uh, I've looked at some things that I've never really realized about Jesus calling Levi, and, and uh, also known as Matthew. And, and I'm so excited to give that teaching on Sunday. But we're going to be in the backyard, 8.30, 10.30. You can also watch online. Uh, you can watch all our services online at calvarychapelgreeley.org or come and, and, and be in the backyard. we got room in the sanctuary, uh, room in a coffee shop. we got chairs that are spread out for social distancing and all of that, 8.30 and 10.30. And then on Labor Day weekend, we're going to bring everything back inside and start up kids' classes and have a nursery. And so we'll be given details on what that will entail and and the details three morning services eight nine thirty and eleven o'clock so please be praying for us and be praying for i know that there are pastors here in Greeley that i know that they're going to be making plans they they've been outside had the outdoor services they're going to have to bring them inside maybe your church whatever your church is doing hey pray for your pastor pray for your leadership as they're making decisions and um, we want to get the kids back in the class because they haven't been in children's ministry since March. We're talking almost six months now, and uh, we just uh, want to be able to minister to them on their level. We want to do it safely. We want to do it responsibly. And I know that that is uh, something that is on the heart of every parent, uh, whether your kids are going to school, bringing them to children's ministry. Uh, we are meeting with youth uh, on the weekends in small groups, and and we've just had recommendations of, you know, procedures of of keeping them safe, and it's worked well. We even had a high school retreat where we had some kids get saved. So God is still working, and we we're still ministering, and uh, we're trying to move forward in the best way, safe way that we can. So uh, please be praying for your church, be praying for your pastor. You know, one of the verses that I want to share with you uh, while we have all open lines, and uh, please give me a call at 303-690-3000, because I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your questions or prayer requests or how you're doing in the Lord, what the Lord has been showing you. But uh, one of the verses that I've already kind of mentioned on today's show that he's put on my heart, I think, for all of us, and this is a commandment of the Lord, that... um, Paul writes, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord of one mind, and let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem others better than himself, and let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but for the interests of others. You know, that is our Christian liberty, to look out for our own interests. Of course, we have interests. And... um but to look out for the interests of others and to esteem others better than yourself. We live in a culture, we live in a world um, that, uh, that, you know, it's self-focus and um, self-esteem. The Bible says we're to be other-focused. 
and we are to be other esteemed. And please keep that in mind as you're ministering, as you are talking with people, to uh, for us to be in humility of mind, looking out for the interests of others. So be praying for those pastors. And Lord, we do pray for that. We just pray as they're making decisions going into the fall about um, bringing people in or uh you know, just continuing in person, having children's ministry, different small groups meeting, that you would just help us to do that, to bless the fellowship that we have, to protect churches, Lord, protect us from the COVID, and Lord, but to move forward and to know that um, that you are still working. Give us wisdom, discernment in every way, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen and amen. Did have a listener who um, called in but didn't want to be on the air. He had a couple prayer requests. One was for uh, Bianca, and the other one was for uh, his work crew who does apartment maintenance. And so we want to pray uh, for those two things Tim and Loveland has asked, and um, they've been working hard uh, during this time. So, Father, I just pray as Tim has asked for a couple things for Bianca and um and Bianca, who's been on the show and perhaps uh, haven't heard from her, but Lord, you know where she's at. Just bless her, be with her, minister to her. And uh, he, she's been on Tim's heart. So Lord, we just lift her up to you. And also for his work crew that does apartment maintenance, we just pray and we ask that you would um, just be with that crew as they're working around apartments, uh, working with um, different people that are in the area and keep them safe from uh, COVID. And Lord, uh, and we just pray that you would strengthen them in this heat too. The heat is so hot. And uh, just help them uh, during the day as they do their jobs. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You know, I was looking 90s all week long here in Colorado along the Front Range. We've had a hot summer. And uh, so those of you who work outside, uh, be careful, stay hydrated, and uh, and. Um, be safe, and it, it is hot, and it, the pattern shows that it's going to continue to be hot. Hey, we got all open lines, so give me a call at 303-690-3000. Got plenty of time to take your call to answer your questions. We're going to go to the text line, and we want to um, to uh, take some of the text per request. One is, uh, my name is Renee. Pray for me as that I would focus all my hope and trust in Jesus Christ and not in people. Help me to find healing through Christ and not in people. Thank you. God bless. Father, I pray for Renee um, that she would come to understand more fully and completely that you are her hope. You're anyone's hope. And to trust in you. And as we even talked about, to rest in your love. And Father, I pray that you would bring the healing that she needs emotionally, spiritually, Lord, even if she needs physical healing, that you would do that. And Lord, I pray that you would um, just just bless and that you would uh, just um, be with her. And Lord, that, um, that she would just have her confidence in you. Bless Renee, draw her close to you in every way, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All open lines, 303-690-3000. Give me a call. Um, we 
know that the Lord is our hope and our trust, and he desires to draw us close to himself. He wants us to look to him and have confidence in him. One of the things that on Wednesday nights we're going through the book of Jeremiah, and Jeremiah is praying, and uh, Jeremiah is uh, seeing some very difficult things happen to his nation. The Babylonians are about ready to come in to take uh, the people away captive, to destroy Jerusalem. All this is going on in his uh, ministry. He's watching a nation die spiritually. And as you go through the book of Jeremiah, there's also promises. The Lord didn't leave them without any hope. And of course, many of you, you know the verse in chapter 29 of Jeremiah that I know my thoughts toward you, says the Lord. They're thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. He he was telling those who had gone off into captivity that I am your hope. I am your future. And then as Jeremiah's thinking about these things, the Lord says, I'm going to bring you back into the land, and I'm going to do a marvelous work, the new covenant. And he goes on to say, as we were saying, Behold that I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me, Jeremiah? And the answer is no, there isn't. There isn't anything too hard for the Lord. And so keep close to him, keep praying, keep calling out to him. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. Let's go to Anthony in Commerce City. Hi, Anthony. Hey, Pastor Jeff. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Can you hear me? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. It was a fantastic Monday. Yes, it is. A little hazy, right? Yeah, but you know, all things considered, it's been a great day. Good, good, good. What I, do you got for I me had a today? Quick question. Well, I had a, just a quick question. I believe, are you the one that does the, the end-of-the-year prophecy report? I do. Okay, where can I, do you guys have a copy of that, or is it on your website, or where would I, where can I find that? It should be on our website, uh, calvarychapelgreeley.org. And the, the last one that I did New Year's Eve was, and it's interesting because, I did it. The I entitled it, um, you know, the end times, uh, ignoring the times or discerning the times, and so we did a lesson on. I I think today what we see in the church a lot is that people are are in churches, even pastors are ignoring the days in which we are in, and I have a real heart to remind believers, you know, and to help them discern the times in we are in. And that is that we are in the last days, and the Lord is coming back soon. And to really know uh, what is ahead, the prophetic scenario that is before us, and that we're seeing the signs, uh, we're seeing the storm clouds gather, we're seeing stage-setting events take place that, that scream at us that the Lord's coming back very, very soon. But for some reason... There's a lot of pastors, and and just with talking to people here on the radio, talking to people personally, that our church doesn't talk about it. Matter of fact, I've even talked to a few pastors that have said that our church has been told that we're not to talk about the rapture of the church, teach through the book of Revelation, and I think how sad that is. The last I checked, the book of Revelation was still you know, part of the council and canon of Scripture, right? And it is for us and for our benefit. And it's not to scare us. And I think that a lot of times 
that um, it's not taught in the church because pastors are afraid they're going to scare the people. Listen, end-time prophecy is not to scare us. It is to prepare us. And we are to be wise in the day in which we are in. So if you go to calvarychapelgreeley.org, that study is on it, the prophecy update. You should be able to find it. But I think it was a very important study. And what is interesting, too, is that um, you might listen to the last few teachings of Second Timothy that I did right before the shutdown happened or, you know, everything began to shut down. We finished Second Timothy. Those are some of the last words of Paul, um, the apostle that he gives to Timothy. Now, um, you know, Anthony, if you were to give last words to somebody that, because Paul knows that he says, my departure is at hand. Those are very important words, aren't they? Yes. They are. Yeah, I mean, and so Paul is pouring out his heart to Timothy, and he says, Oh, Timothy, the last days is going to be perilous times. And, and what is interesting about that, we're in Matthew's Gospel, and last Sunday, uh, the Sunday before this last one, we were looking at Jesus who got into a boat, his disciples, they encountered a storm, they woke him up, they said, don't you care that we perish? Uh, Jesus calmed the storm, he rebuked it, and all of a sudden there was a great calmness, and, and the disciples marveled, is what Matthew writes, who is this one that even the winds and the sea obey him? They go to the other side to Gadara, right? And here comes two demoniacs um, that are violent, that are fierce, Matthew says they are exceedingly fierce, and I think a lot of us are familiar with that story. What is interesting is Paul, when he says that in the last days it will be perilous times, he borrows that same Greek word that Matthew uses for fierce. It's the only other time that it's used in the New Testament. So what Paul is saying that in the last days it's going to be fierce. He gives that description of men that we can see is very prevalent in our culture today. He says evil men and impostors are going to grow worse and worse. They're going to be counterfeit. They're going to be those of corrupt minds. They're going to get into your households. And he says that those who live godly in Christ Jesus are going to suffer persecution. But you must continue in the scriptures, Timothy. And uh, and so very important words for us even today. So you might want to take in those studies. We went through it very carefully. And it's very important for us as Christians today that we continue through the Scriptures, which are all Scriptures inspired by God, God breathe, you know? And, um, and then he goes on to say, as he finishes, you know, his uh, exhortation to Timothy, the time's going to come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itchy ears and heap up from themselves teachers, and we're seeing that today, that people are turning away from the truth and not enduring sound doctrine. So uh, I have a real heart to share with people, you know, to discern the times in which we are in, that more than ever we need to be in God's Word, and we need to be wise, we need to be watching, we need to be discerning, not weighed down with carousing, you know, is what Jesus said in the Olivet Discourse and Luke's narrative, with drunkenness and with cares of life. Now, Anthony, we all have cares of life, right? Yes. We all have cares of life, all of us. I mean, cares of life aren't all bad. We have jobs. We got kids we're raising. We have all these things. And Jesus says, don't be weighed down with those things, lest that day overtake you unexpectedly. What day? The day of the Lord. 
So what can happen with us Christians is we can get distracted. And I think that even over the last few months, there has been a renewed interest of why, you know, are, are we in the last days? You know, what does the Bible have to say about the signs? And I did a prophecy update. You might look at that as well. The week after um, Resurrection Weekend, the week after uh, Easter weekend, I did a prophecy update as well because people are asking, what about this COVID? Is this part of the end times? And we did a study as well, a prophecy update on that as well. So Christians really need to be discerning in the days in which we're in because we're getting ever so close to the return of the Lord. Yes, sir. And what piqued my interest in it uh, just a little bit more, I, I, I really enjoy the book of Revelations and uh, and, and Isaiah as well, and uh, enjoy both. And the the this new trade, treaty agreement between the UAE and, and Israel really kind of it piqued my interest as far as how that all fits in in that, and uh, just kind of wanted to see what you said about that, or, or if you talked about that. I haven't talked about it yet, but I'm going to, <laughs> and uh, so stay tuned. I, I know one thing, that it has some political implications in the Middle East. Here's the thing. Israel's the epicenter of end-time prophecy, and Israel is going to find themselves where Jerusalem's a cup of trembling to all the nations. Israel's going to find herself alone, and um, and that's clear in Scripture. No one's going to help her, particularly when Ezekiel 38 takes place. Um, there is no one there to help her, and not even the United States. So the thing that really um, is of uh, concern with me is, why isn't the United States mentioned in end-time prophecy? That's why I did that teach in a nation not mentioned, um, I think two New Year's Eves ago. And then second of all, God's going to bring them to the point where they look to him, not to the United States or any other nation. So there's a peace treaty with you know the United Arab Emirates, but there's still going to be turmoil, and Israel's still going to go through a time of turmoil. And it may do something as far as the Palestinian agreement, but it's interesting to see. So you know, even as Paul said that when the day of the Lord comes, when they say peace and safety— what sudden destruction will come upon them. So um, lots to think about, lots to put together. I'll probably be doing another prophecy update before too long, and we'll let everybody know when that happens. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it, and uh, have, a, have a wonderful rest of your day and evening, and uh, thank you so much for Grace FM you bet, and uh, Calvary Church. Thank you. You bet, absolutely. CalvaryChapelGreeley.org is where your final's teaching. Hey, I want to get to David in Greeley before we end the show. David? Yes, sir. David, you there? Hey, David, we got a couple minutes left. You got a prayer request for me? Yes, sir. I'll keep it quick. Mm-hmm. My, my wife and I, and we're still, we're just getting into second trimester, but morning sickness has been sticking around and really kicking our butts it, it's been difficult and it's hard for me as yeah. a husband to, to watch her go through it so it is hard for we are going to pray for her david i watched my wife go through it four times but i want you to remember something that wonderful things are happening through all the nausea all the morning sickness sickness through the day the tiredness something very wonderful is happening but father we do pray as he watches his wife in this time of sickness and nauseous and 
um, in the first trimester, going to move in the second. I pray that there be relief, and Lord, that you would touch her, and and Lord, something very wonderful is happening, and and Lord, that you would, as you fashion this baby, and David's wife in the womb, you know that baby, you love that baby. And I just pray that she would feel better and have the strength in this pregnancy that she needs, that the baby would be healthy, and Lord, that they would be full of joy, even through the midst of the difficulty that they're seeing, and Lord, through the sickness. And so, Father, I pray for relief. I pray for healing. I pray for your touch upon her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. David, we're going to keep praying, all right? Okay. Hey, we're almost at the end of the show, and um, appreciate everybody calling in. And uh, we uh, have had just a great opportunity to pray for people, to minister to people, encourage people. And um, that's what, again, this show is all about. So thank you for being tuned into Calvary Live. We're going to continue to pray for you. We need each other, right? Don't we, brothers and sisters? And uh, so we want to continue to bless you in every way that we can here on Calvary Live and uh, for us to come together and to uh, reach out to each other and to just speak of the graces and the love of Jesus Christ. So we thank you for today's show as we're getting ready to close. Hey, look us up here in in Greeley area for our in-person service on Sunday. And then Wednesday night, the book of Jeremiah, 7 o'clock, incredible study. I know that you'll be tremendously blessed. Or the prophecy updates that people were asking about, calvarychapelgreeley.org. God bless you. I'll be back here tomorrow, Lord willing. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.